Yo, 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 what up? Welcome to the first ever episode of the podcast. First of all, thank you for tuning in. I was still in the midst of getting everything planned out, so this episode will probably be relatively short, but I do want to start out with the name Junso Club, which I think is a good segue into what I want to talk about today. Uh, it all started with this thing that me and my friends have been doing. Shout out to Kelvin. He's the one who kind of got everything off the ground, and it was modeled after the original Junso Club slash Leather Apron Club that was started by Benjamin Franklin back in the day. Um, and I named it that because even though this is centered around music, I do want to talk about a lot of other things as well, a variety of different topics, which is similar to what they did, where they just came and talked about everything from business to their community, etc. I just I do plan on bringing in a bunch of other guests, and not just musicians or artists, creatives, but just people of all walks of life, so that I can talk to them, gain new perspectives and things of that nature. Um, but with that said, the main topic for today's episode is going to be the Q&A questions that I got from my Instagram about two weeks ago. I wanted to go ahead and answer those. I know I've been lagging on it. And the first was in regards to writer's block slash art block. I actually went down and made a list of a lot of things that helped me when I'm going through it, which is actually pretty rare. Um, back in the day, it used to happen a lot more, but lately I've just kind of been on a roll. Um... It's funny I say that because today working was the first time I had experienced a slight writer's block in a while. Um, probably because I wanted to talk about it today and got cocky saying that I don't get writer's block and shit like that. But anyway, my list in no particular order is starting off with experience, not just experience on my own part, but the experiences of those around me, people that I talk to, people that I see, read about. Um, I know R.L. Stein has talked about that being a major thing in his idea bank. Uh, if you don't know him, he's the author of Goosebumps, the children's book. Another thing would be other genres and other mediums of expression, if you're not a musician per se. So I know personally I've been going in and digging into a lot of rock history, rock blues, things of that nature, going all the way back to like well, it started actually with the Rolling Stones, me getting to them and then doing my homework and getting back into Muddy Waters and Robert Johnson and B.B. King and seeing how that kind of evolved into rock and roll and how that evolved into other things and just realizing that the foundation of all the music genres that are popular today is where it all came from. So always got to dig into that and that's going to provide tons of new inspiration, different sounds, different ways of approaching things that you might not have thought of before. But like I said, if you're not a musician, this might be applicable to you as well. For example, if you're used to drawing in pencil or used to drawing with watercolor, try colored pencils or try leaving visual art alone and try making music or try writing a poem or something like that. Um, even if it's not something that you put out to the public, at least it'll get you in a different creative space and you'll be able to reapproach what you were working on with a fresh mind state and maybe some new ideas. Um, reading, that's big for me. I haven't had as much time lately to do it, but I'm a like to consider myself a pretty avid reader and I think it's helped out myself, not just as a person, but as an artist tremendously. Um, in regards to this topic specifically, two that I would recommend are Wired to Create. I forgot the author, but the other one is Brainstorm by Don Hahn, who helped produce Star Wars. Uh, they're both just about cultivating creativity, different ways of doing that, um, provide a bunch of different suggestions, one of which is actually 
another thing that I put on this list, which is taking a walk. And as simple as that sounds, it's actually extremely beneficial because sometimes you just get in the zone. I'm sure all other creatives can relate to where you're just locked up in your room for hours upon end and you frustrate yourself because you've been working on the same thing tirelessly and just running into roadblocks. And sometimes all you got to do is just go outside, take a walk, no earphones, no music, no nothing, just you and your thoughts. Just walk outside. Um, shit, even if you're not thinking about what you were working on, it's nice to have a mental break and then come back in fresh. Or if you do think about what you were working on, sometimes you just drift off into another mental space. It's kind of like how we come up with all the best ideas in the shower, in the bathroom or something like that. Um, that's always been a good one for me. Just even a short walk, five, 10 minutes, good to go outside and get some sunlight, things like that. Um, now this is probably a little bit of a controversial one, but for me personally, I'm not advocating that other people go out and do this because it is something not to be taken lightly for sure. But psychedelic drugs, um, my biggest song, Let It Go, was inspired by a mushroom trip. And shit, there's countless examples I have of different eye-opening epiphanies that I've had tripping that led to creative growth, honestly, and growth as a person as well. And lastly, if none of that works, take a break. Go do something not related to creative endeavors at all. Go cook or go to school or go work out, something like that, just to Take a break and get your mind right. Get your mind focused in a different space so that you're not, you know, getting so holed up in your emotions that it's clouding your judgment as an artist and as a director of your own artistic vision. Um, and that break could last anywhere from hours to a week or shit, even a month. It all depends on, you know, how bad your creative block is, uh, how you operate as a person, as an artist. You just got to find out what works for you. Um, secondly, well, going into the next question, which was, shit, how long did it take to prepare poison? That's what it was. There we go. Um, poison, I had the beat for a while and I was working on some other ideas for the song that kind of just fizzled out. But once I had the inspiration for it that I talked about on my genius annotations, when I put up the lyrics on there, once I had that in my head, Took no more than a couple hours to get all the verses done, and then I actually went to Redwall, um, recorded it with Cisco over there. Um, recording that took about an hour, and then mixing, probably another four or five hours. So in total, is I'd say it's about a day's work, but just spread out through the course of a couple weeks or a month or so. And lastly, top five rappers. Now this is always a hard one to answer because I feel like I, first of all, I'm a very indecisive person. But I feel like I need some criteria to base it on to narrow it down more because there's so many different aspects of rap, whether that be wordplay, flow, delivery, performance, etc. Um, and top five, my top five skill-wise are not necessarily the top five artists that I listen to most, but I'm just going to answer in terms of who I think is the most skilled as a rapper and this is kind of subject to change at any time. It's in no particular order either, but this is what I just came up with a few minutes ago. I'd say Tech 9 Eminem, Jay-Z, which honestly I didn't put in my top five until I read his book, Decoded, and I realized how intricate his shit was. It's just that a lot of, the majority of it was just going over my head. That's how great it was. 
But uh, once I really started picking apart his lyrics and realizing the wordplay, it was it was a wrap. So let's see. That's Tech Nine, Eminem, Jay Z, Nas is my fourth one. Fifth one's tricky. I can't really pick, so fuck it. I'm gonna just say myself because you're all, you're your own worst critic. But at the same time, you gotta be your own biggest fan, and you gotta put yourself up on that pedestal with the greats. If you ever have any dreams of being up there, you gotta see it before anyone else does, so that you have the ability to convince others of that. Um, shit, if there's any other questions you have, feel free to message me on Instagram or email or whatever, Facebook, doesn't matter. I'll come back on here, I'll do another q and I'll answer it on Instagram, whatever the case may be. Um, I'm always excited to get questions from the fans and supporters because, I mean, I guess I like talking about myself, but it's just fun because... I don't really know exactly what type of content people are looking for, so I just kind of put out whatever I think would be dope. But if you have specific questions for me, and I want to, of course I want to answer them. But if you have any other ideas for shit for the next episode on the podcast, or if you are interested in coming on, don't be hesitant to reach out. Ask me. I'm Shit, I got no problem with anybody coming on the show and talking about whatever they want to talk about. I think it'd be awesome to have some different perspectives like I was talking about earlier. Um, with that said, I think that's going to be a wrap for today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, stay tuned for the next episode. We're definitely going to have things more ironed out over the course of the next few weeks and months once I realize exactly what kind of direction I want to take this in. But I'm super excited for it. Thank you. <laughs>